Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Far Better Podcast. Glad that you are taking just a few minutes to sit with me or whether you're driving to work or whatever it is that you're doing. I'm thankful that you've chosen to listen to this podcast. Uh, This has been a wonderful journey so far with Scattered Abroad, and we're just excited about what's lying ahead and in front of us. And a lot of that is in thanks to you. And so we really do appreciate all of you taking a moment to try to increase your faith by studying together with us. Now, this season of the Far Better Podcast, we're talking about suffering, Uh, my suffering specifically, though it was not necessarily a massive amount of suffering, or even as some might put, a, a big ordeal of suffering. But we're talking about suffering, and today we're talking about the idea of antibodies stink. Not always, but in this case they did. I have been on three research studies in five years. Um, I don't normally like, when it comes to medical things, being on a multiplicity of things, like more than half of the time that you've had something, you know? For example, if you had the flu, you wouldn't want to be sick for longer than it takes to get rid of the flu. And I look at Crohn's disease as the same way, as I can't get better and to the point of being completely healthy, but I want to get into remission. And the only way to do that is by finding a medicine that works. And so if three of the five years I've had this disease have been with, you know, different studies, I should say, that doesn't bode great for me. And so what has happened both times uh, with Intibio and Filgotinib is my body built up antibodies. And when I had gotten out of the hospital, I went to see my doctors, and we were talking, and they do the blood work, and they called, and they said, hey, Mr. Clark, you are getting the placebo. We're going to give you the real thing right now. And so they did what they call a rescue period, and they gave me the real drug, and I had to take it and take it. But the problem is I had the real drug at the very beginning of the study. And then at random, after the first six weeks, uh, I was given the placebo. And what your body can do in moments like that is it basically identifies the drug as a bad thing. And the antibodies build up. And the next time that drug hits your system, it just kills the effects of the drug. And so it's no longer effective. And... That happened with Intivio because you might remember me talking about Intivio where I had been off of Intivio uh, for enough time because the insurance refused to pay for it that by the time I got back on Intivio, the infusion that I was getting, it wasn't effective anymore because the antibodies had been built up. And so it was basically like just giving me saline. You know, there's just there was no benefit. And so here I am getting this twenty five thousand dollar drug every month. and you know, you might as well be pouring it out on the concrete. Well, the same thing happened with Filgotinib, and so I'm sitting in the doctor's office, and I I don't like failure. Um, 
I'm in a fantasy football league with Jameson and a couple of the other people that have been a part of this network, and I don't like losing. Um, and last year in 2019, uh, I guess two years ago now, wow, uh, Jameson beat me. You know, he, he won the championship. And so this past year, 2020, I won. And I was so excited because I finally got the monkey off my back because I had not won in two years. And you might be sitting there thinking, oh, wow, you need two years of fantasy football. And fantasy football is such an important thing. Well, it's important to me. You know, it, it's something that Jameson and I, we talk about it all the time. And it's it's a portion of my life and something that I really enjoy. And so I don't like failure, especially when it's something that I feel like I can control. It is really difficult to overcome failure in your own body when you can't control it. You know, you get a little bit overweight, what do you do? You go to the gym, you exercise, you start to work out and eat better, and you can get that under control. You know, you have some difficulties with a bad habit. You know, you're waking up late every day and you're not on time, go to bed earlier or find out what helps you get up on time better. You know, whether that's making sure that the blinds are open in the morning so the sunlight comes in or whatever it is, you can change that. But when you're told your body is just attacking itself, what do you do? Do you sit everybody down in your body and say, all right, guys, we need to have a serious talk. Y'all need to stop this. You can't do that. And so when the doctor told me for the second time in a year, a year, this isn't working. What do you think I felt? You know, the thing about Crohn's disease is that it can lead to colon cancer. And I was told when I was first diagnosed that I had one of the worst cases they'd ever seen. That I was up there. So what do you think was the first thing on my mind? I thought, okay, maybe this isn't beatable with these research studies. But I'd heard so many things about the over-the-counter drugs and about the other types of drugs that can be prescribed to you by a doctor for Crohn's disease, and none of them were as appealing because all of them had faults and flaws after a certain amount of time where the same thing can happen. You, you know, your body just eventually says, eh, that doesn't work for me anymore, and it can be really harmful to you if you don't know that that's happened and you continue to take it. And so I didn't want to do that. But here I am in the doctor's office for the second time in a year, and he's telling me, hey, this didn't work. It, it failed. And what do you think I felt? It wasn't my fault, but I felt like it was. Something if you don't know about me, and I mean, I almost feel like you can make a podcast about this someday, but it's not something we do on the network as of right now. Uh, I, if it can happen to anybody, it will happen to me or my dad. That's what we say in my family and to my friends. The craziest of things will happen to me, and I can't tell you why. And so it's just kind of par for the course. If I'm going to get dental work done, and they say, hey, this is the worst case scenario, I say, no, it's not. The worst case scenario is it's not going to work, and I'm going to have to come back. Or you're going to have to do this because this will happen. Oh, dry socket? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen to me. When I had all my wisdom teeth removed, I got dry socket. I had an impacted wisdom tooth. It was just, that seems to be the case with me. And so here I am sitting in the doctor's office, and I'm thinking, of course it doesn't work. Why would it? 
Of course, I'm going to have to try to find a new medicine. Of course. And all of this is happening when I'm out of school. So at least there's that. I'm not in the the stresses of school anymore. But here I am. I'm a full-time minister and I'm not healthy. And I don't know what's going to have to happen for me to become healthy. And it's really difficult when it's your own body that's the problem and you can't change it. You can't just sit there and and flip a switch and say, hey, here's how we fix this. Antibodies. Stop rejecting the drug. And so I I had to find a new research study. But yet again, the thing that was always the most demoralizing, when you come off of a research study with Crohn's disease at least, I don't know about anything else, they still have to wean you off of it. With Intivio, I had basically no levels of Intivio in my system. I still had to go for a few infusions. You want to talk about uh, kicking someone while they're down? Imagine being told, and I'm sure some of you have experienced this, and probably you've experienced it on an even worse note, but imagine being told, hey, this doesn't work, but we're going to need you to come back and do it three more times. And you look down at the IV that's been run and you look at the drug that's being pumped into your system and you just sit there and go, it's worthless. This doesn't work. Or you're told, hey, this pill that you've been taking, it doesn't work anymore, but you still need to finish the bottle. You've got about 10 doses left. You're going to have to finish that and wean yourself off of it. And then we have to figure out what's going to happen. And oh, by the way, on almost all of these research studies, you have to have a colonoscopy or something else that will prove that you need the research study. And so think about it. How hopeful would you feel? I felt beaten down. And I thought, I I have no guarantee, I have no idea if this is even worth pursuing another research study. The only reason I did it was because of the incredible medical care that I received from my research coordinators and my doctor. Excellent work. But anytime you try to do something and you try to get healthier, you try to get back on track, and you can't control not being on track, it's frustrating. And it's hard for people to understand sometimes. You know, you you think about the obscurity of Crohn's disease. I don't know of a ton of people that have this. I know of a handful. But it's not like we're well-known. It's not like I can just sit there and open up my Facebook page and go, oh, that guy, that girl, that girl, that girl, that guy, and just continue to go down this huge list. I mean, when I hear about it, it's, it's kind of an, it, somewhat of an exciting thing. Like, hey, somebody else knows what I feel and knows what I go through. Hey, we can talk about this now. Hard to find the support system. Of course, the church is a good support system, but you know what I mean. It's, it's always better when you have people who know exactly what you're feeling and facing. And you want to be better. You want to be healthy so bad. But you can't control it. 
I want to take us back to Psalm 27 today and look at the next five verses. Verses 6 through 10. Now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I'll sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then will the Lord take care of me. Now again, that wasn't written about Crohn's disease. It was written about an intense type of suffering that was occurring in the life of David. But think about this. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, what will he do? In the midst of this suffering, in the midst of everybody closing in around him, and in the midst of basically the weight of the world, it seems, crashing down upon David because everywhere he turns, there's some type of foe that's coming after him. I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Can you do that? Can I? For the longest time, and I'm not going to talk too much about this, but for the longest time, I hated going to research study. Because, you know, it's just a reminder that you're sick. And Crohn's disease is not something that you can quantify by looking at somebody and say, hey, he's got Crohn's disease without having that inside knowledge. And going to the research center just reminded me of the fact that though I appeared to be healthy on the outside, I was not. I was was sick, unhealthy. How many songs of praise did I offer? How many sacrifices of joy did I consider during that time? God's not going to give me a free pass because I have Crohn's disease. God's not going to give you a free pass because of the suffering that you have. If David could have all of his enemies around him, if he could be lifted up above all of them and offer songs of praise and sacrifices of joy, shouldn't we do the same? If a medicine for the rest of my life, never is effective. I will have still lived an amazing life. If I go and be with the Lord, it's better than I can say for somebody who lives to be 105. Because Crohn's disease is not eternal. Neither is cancer or any of the other things that you could talk about that are what we consider to be horrible and horrendous illnesses that are well beyond what I have. They're not eternal. And even if they win, 
If your body succumbs to that illness and you pass away, if you have God, it didn't win. It lost. Because its suffering ceases to have a hold over you and you can awake safe in the arms of Jesus. But only that will happen if you please God now so that your eternity can be far better. Thank you so much for being with me today. Uh, Lord willing, next week we'll be together for another episode. And don't forget to subscribe to all of our email addresses, our email address, and look up our information in the show notes of our social media accounts and our giveaway for the month. And until next time, please God now so that our eternity is far better. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.